What is going on, everyone? Hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. Welcome to another episode of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. A couple things before we get going. Uh, first off, big congrats to the U.S. U15 national team as they captured the inaugural U15 WBSC Women's World Cup in Tokyo, Japan, defeating Puerto Rico 3-0 in the finals, thanks to a one-hit 17-strikeout performance from Macy Bryant. Macy had a remarkable tournament for the Americans. She went uh, 3-0 with a 0.00 ERA with a whopping 56 Ks and 23 innings pitched. I watched quite a bit of the tournament and Macy was absolutely bringing it. Definitely excited to see how she progresses moving forward. Uh, Also, I have to give a shout out to Aspen Boulware on being named tournament MVP. Aspen hit 421 with four home runs and six RBIs and was a weapon using her speed. Again, congrats ladies, was a treat watching your games. Uh, If you didn't see already, you can now order OTC softball merch thanks to Prodigy Sports. If you don't have that Christmas gift picked out yet for the softball lover in your family, well, this could be the perfect fit. You can get hats, toques, shorts, tees, and hoodies all online at prodigy-sports.com. Please check it out. There's some awesome merch on there. On to this week's guest, and we sat down and chatted with the number two ranked player by Extra Inning Softball for the class of 2025, Legacy and Legends number one overall ranked prospect, and Florida State University commit, Anna Hind. Anna is one of those players that you look at and you just see the potential for greatness shining through. I mean, I say it on here during this talk, Anna is such a student of the game, and you can see those leadership attributes that she possesses both on and off the field. Uh, We're going to talk to Anna about getting her start in the game at eight years of age, her absolute love for the game, getting to play in this past PGF Futures game, of course, committing to Florida State, and much, much more. And it was such a pleasure to chat with. I can't wait to see what the future holds for her. I know the Seminoles have a great one on their hands. With that being said, let's get to Anna, because this is Outside the Shoot, and anything goes. I've got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling. Ain't never felt this freedom. I've got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. Today, the number two ranked player by Extra Inning Softball for the class of 2025, Legacy and Legends number one overall ranked prospect and Florida State University commit, North Carolina's own Anna Hind. Anna, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. How's things going down in North Carolina this evening? It is going good. It's been a warmer day today, but overall the weather's been nice great fall weather getting ready for halloween so yeah nice i i often wondered how's the how's the weather down there like between december and march Ooh, let's see so i'd say it stays pretty cold but thankfully we rarely get snow so oh that's good but, oh yeah we normally stay 30 is 40 degrees is kind of like our average around that time but oh that's perfect um, Thankfully, in North Carolina, we get a good, like, all four seasons. So we'll get 90 to 100 degree summers. We'll get 70 degree falls. And then your 30 to 40 degree winter. So it, it's great. Oh, that's that's perfect. I mean, up here in Canada, we're <laughs> our winters are just like, uh, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is this uh, off weekend for Team NC this weekend? It is. Yes, sir. Nice, nice. So do you guys play... Do you guys play all year? Uh, yes, sir. So we usually play around five to six tournaments in the fall and then take about four or five months off and we start back um, end of May, right beginning of June. So. Okay. So what? Uh, when's your high school season down there? Yes. Yeah, so my high school season starts um, beginning of February and then goes through the end of May. Oh, okay. Okay. Right on. Right on. So as far as the Team NC goes, how how much travel is involved on those teams? Cause I mean, you know, I, 
of course I follow all you guys and everything. And it just seems like you guys are away quite a bit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So for tournaments, um, we do do a lot of travel. We'll usually say Georgia, Florida, Tennessee for kind of the more local areas. And then summer we'll go California, Colorado, those big tournaments. And then for me personally, this past summer I was gone almost every weekend or every weekday because I was going to camps before September 1st came about. So I, we actually calculated it in June and July. I was only home 13 days. So Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That is insane. Oh, yeah. oh, that's, that's awesome. But I mean, Hey, Hey, you get to, you get to see quite a bit of the country, don't you? Oh, for sure. And it's, it's absolutely beautiful. I would not change any, any of it for the world. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, I mean, of course, I'm like, your parents are obviously going with you to all this because, well, your dad yes, coaches, doesn't he? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you have that luxury of getting, you know, the family tagging along as well, which is always awesome. Oh, for sure. It's, it's, it's amazing to always have them by my side. Yeah. Okay. Little thing that I like to, uh, kick the podcast off with call it quick pitches i'm gonna all right i'm gonna throw some random questions to you and uh perfect hey you answer them as best you can yes sir all right first one here i always start this one off if you had to live off one food for a week what would it be chicken i'm a chicken fanatic nice i'll tell you any any type of chicken it's probably gonna be gone in a few minutes (laughs) any style huh Oh, yes. Yeah. So you, are you a big fan of chicken wings, though? Oh, oh, oh yeah. A good, like, honey barbecue chicken wing, oh, it, it hits the spot. Can't go wrong with that. No, not at all. Sure. Not at all. Um, what's your all-time favorite movie? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm probably going to have to go with the Harry Potter series, but... If I had to pick like a particular one, probably the third one, which is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Sam Fisher so. would be so happy right now by you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I feel like I'm like a little bit like of a nerd for like loving that Harry Potter stuff, but I mean, it's it's just really well written. It uh, uh, hey, I'm I'm with you on that. It is a very very good series. I loved it too. Mm, good, yeah. Uh, if you could go anywhere in the world on vacation. Where is it? I'm going to have to pick Iceland. It's Wow. I've never had that answer yeah. before. Why? Yeah, it's a little different. So um, our school offers on um, these trips and one of the trips offered was Iceland. Um, unfortunately, I'm not um, going to be able to go, but it really sparked my interest. And I started looking up like how beautiful it is. And there's just so much, um, so much to do and just so much to see there. And I just, feel like it would be a great experience oh, i feel like i need to google that now because <laughs> that's i just did not expect in iceland as an answer to a vacation spot but hey yeah <laughs> uh what's your favorite fsu uniform color combination oh i'm gonna be really honest i am a sucker for the gold on gold oh 100 i i love that uniform or the gray on gray. It's just like a smooth classic yep. in my opinion. Yep, for sure. But that gold, oh, the gold on gold is sweet. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, if you could have dinner with three people, living or dead, who are they? Oh, that's a really good question. I'm going to have to go with, i probably pick Michael Jordan as one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse Warren, I absolutely love her. She's great just an absolute sensation to watch on tv um i love her she had a great catch too (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah unforgettable (laughs) unforgettable Um, let's see who's gonna be that third i'm gonna have all right this might be cheesy but i'm gonna have to go with jesus okay that'd be quite a conversation wouldn't it (laughs) (laughs) right yeah (laughs) michael jesse and jesus all all at the table with you wow that would yeah i would like to be a fly in the wall for that one (laughs) (laughs) uh if you could go back and play one game over again what is it oh i'm gonna have to go with oh that's a hard question i think our um, second or the last game we played in PGF this past year. Um, that was the game we lost out on. 
um, against, I believe it was Lady Magic. Um, we lost against them. I'd definitely go back and play that one again. Um, just because that was like our last game with the seniors of mm-hmm. our team. So I definitely just to get to play that again and be able to play with them, even if it was like we played the game, it was a loss. I think just getting the opportunity to play with them all together would just be a great opportunity. Is there anything different in that game that you would have changed? Obviously the outcome, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was actually dealing with a little bit of um, a bothered elbow. So I think I probably would have, if I knew that it was our last game, I think I definitely would have like pushed through that more and right. um, kept going through that because um, I didn't start in the field. So I feel like if I pushed through that kind of could have been better just to have my back for the seniors a little bit. Right. Um, so yeah. Right. Well, you know, hindsight though. I mean, <laughs> Hey, you, you had to look after yourself. I mean, it, it, for sure. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. A few more here. Uh, Halloween costume. What do you got? See, I, I'm not big on dressing up for Halloween. Not me either. But I'm not either. Yeah. Uh, if I had to pick one with like my friends, we'd probably do something with like Despicable Me and like Gru and the Minions. Oh, uh, yeah. Something something like a little silly like that. But so, yeah. Right on. Uh, Go to show to binge watch. Ooh, Criminal Minds. I good am obsessed with that show. <laughs> so, it's a good show. For sure. I'm actually still watching it. So why? How yeah. come? Why criminal? Why Criminal Minds? Um, I I really have an interest in like the FBI and the BAU and that stuff, and that's kind of what I want to do with my life. Um, post college, post softball. Um, it'd oh, be wow. great to kind of get a. that's actually kind of what sparked my interest in that area so i think i just really love like trying to solve problems figure out what's going on um why people do certain things and i feel like that show kind of encapsulates all of that right on actually i when you sent your information back you mentioned about puzzles you love puzzles right oh yes yes oh yes so do i i like i love anything to do like you know you have your normal puzzles that you do on a table and whatnot but you mentioned sure. escape rooms oh yeah I, I i think i get a little too competitive in escape rooms <laughs> but i mean <laughs> whatever we can do to get out i'm doing it well you know you gotta figure it out you don't want to be stuck in there right <laughs> right right <laughs> that's awesome oh wow uh okay last one if yeah. You were starting today. What walk-up song would you use in college? Ooh. So in college, I would probably, probably, um, I'm going to have to go with, um, there's a song called Till the Day I Die by Toby Mac. And the very beginning of that song is like, it goes, um, I keep swinging for the fence fences. So it's like kind of that would be, I feel like that would be kind of cool to have as my college walk. Oh, yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome for sure. Yeah, I yeah. mean, hey, you're going to be swinging for the fences, are you not? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, so let's go back a few years now. How exactly yeah. did you get your start in the game, Anna? Yeah, so um, as, from a young age, I've always pretty much been in sports. Um, I experimented and like golf, tennis. Um, I did swimming, basketball, mixed martial arts, even before I started softball. So I was kind of, um, put into sports as a young kid. My parents were always willing to let me try anything new, which was just incredible Mm. for them to do that for me. Um, but when I was about seven or eight years old, um, I went to my dad and I was like, dad, um, can I try softball? And the smile just <laughs> lit up his face. And, um, uh, cause he played baseball in college. So he was just absolutely ecstatic that came to him and he got me into this little rec organization, um, in South Charlotte. Um, and I got my start there. Um, I had been going to like little minor league baseball games in Charlotte since I was a little kid. And ever since then, it's kind of what sparked my interest for it. And then when he put me in that rec league, it kind of just sprung off from there. 
That's awesome. I mean, like love for it right away. Oh yes. I, after the first practice, I was begging my dad. I was like, Hey, can we go back out and practice? Like just go to the cages. And I was, I was trying to do anything I could to get back on the field. <laughs> well, it's, it's a lot better. Well, you mentioned tennis and I have to say that is the hardest sport I've ever tried in my life. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Like I can't hit it back over the fence. Like if, <laughs> if I try to hit it back over the net, it's going way out of bounds oh i'm i'm so with you on that <laughs> and i like golf golf is a great game yeah but for sure but it's not you don't have that team aspect right exactly yeah 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 so was there a point that you can remember where you were like mm, this is something i want to give my all at and you know be the best i can yeah so i played two seasons of rec and then my dad after that second season, my dad was like, you know what? Um, you seem like you really love this. Like, I think I'm going to try and make a travel team. And like, from then I was like, oh my gosh, like I get to do this like all the time now. And like with a set group of players, like, oh my gosh, this is going to be crazy. And so I think that when that team started is when I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do this every day. Like I want to help my team. I want to um, make myself better. It was just, I think from that point forward, it was in, was where I was like, I want to do this for as long as I can. Right, right, right. Now, it's funny because, I mean, one of the biggest things I noticed on doing my re- research for you for this episode was I find you're a student of the game and just a natural born leader. Now, thank you. Would would you tend to agree? Yes, sir. I I, I do like. Um, being in leadership roles and just being able to help in any way I can. I do love um, helping my teammates, um, classmates, anything I can. It, it, it's just something I really love to do. Yeah. Now, is this something that you get from your dad, you think? Because I, I, I know he's a huge influence in your life. Oh, for sure. Definitely. I think most of my um, attributes in that sense are from him. He's just an absolutely amazing leader. Um, he runs his own company as well. So he's a great leader in that aspect. And then also with the team, it's, it's really inspiring, honestly. Right. Now he played, you mentioned he played, he played baseball in Clemson. Yes, sir. Yeah. And they're going to be kind of a rivalry there with FSU and Clemson. Oh yeah. I've I've, I've already gotten him in uh, Florida State gear. So we're good. We're good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's uh he must be okay. like, oh I'm wearing FSU colors. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's great. Um so I'm gonna I gotta ask about things during the pandemic when the pandemic mm-hmm. hit. Um For sure. now this is where I saw those leadership qualities shining through doing my research. Um right. you know, most players would have been taking some downtime or working on stuff individually, but not you. I mean, you did Zoom workouts with other NC teams, did you not? Yes, sir. I um, started working with um, two younger teams in my organization, and we did um, for each of them we did two Zoom workouts a week, and then I would send them another plan that so that way they could get that third day in. Nice, nice. So, how, I mean, how how fun was that for you? It, it, it's just amazing. I mean, it was really fun getting the opportunity to not only connect with new players, but to try and help them grow in their interest for working out and with softball. It's just that extra, that extra piece of trying to grow the generation below me. And, and it, it was, it was a really great experience. Right. And and when stuff started opening back up, you got to actually go to the field and like be with at tournaments with them. Yes, sir. So I mainly work with um, our team, Team and C Bowman. Um, I go, I've helped with a few of their tournaments, and then I've also helped with a few other teams' practices. And then anytime I can, I like to go out and watch other Team and C teams play, whether it's local or at a tournament we're at. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, now, you also got to do some workouts with Jen Salling, didn't you? Yes, sir. That That was probably one of the things that helped me grow the most in my game. During I love Jen. Jen is yes. so odd, like guest of the podcast, team Canada member. She is just phenomenal. How, how fun was that working with her? It, it was really fun. I mean, just getting to just 
her brain just about like little things and it, she's just so knowledgeable um so willing to help so and she still learns which is just absolutely hmm. inspiring she still learns and then when she learned she shared she shared it with us like and she mainly helped us with our mental game and like mental performance and stuff like that and so that her introducing that to me really opened up a door to another huge aspect of the game that I almost didn't even know existed. The mental game? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's, uh, it's a whole new world, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's completely different from what most people think it is. But is that something like you love about the game? Oh yeah. It's, it's the mastery of figuring out how you feel in different sorts of situations and then how you can get back to the um, good moments and then how you can get out of that bad get out of the bad moments even quicker yeah yeah now did you like if you were working with jen did you get to go to pro swings at all that stephanie best runs yes sir so we went down there i believe twice we had a florida tournament and we got to visit the facility twice and then we worked with her um uh stephanie best and jen we got to work with the both of them at the facility um, with the mental game. And then we also did like a little mini practice in there as well. Nice. How cool is the, that facility there? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I love the fact that it's like a softball catered facility. Um, I feel like there's not much of that around that you can see, but it, it, it's really awesome to see how the game's growing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about your recruiting process. Cause yes, sir. I feel like you were one that prepared big time in your recruiting process. Would that be a pretty accurate insane? <laughs> yes, sir. So I, I really tried to prepare as best I could. And even um, as a tour first hit, I still feel like I didn't even prepare enough. Um, <laughs> I feel like I was, I was pronouncing Was it overwhelming? Like, yes, sir. It, it was. I think um, most people would be like, oh, um, like it was like really overwhelming, but it was well worth it. And I completely agree with that. Yeah. So um, if, if like for future recruits trying to make their decision what would be the best advice you could give them i'd say um take your time throughout the process and create relationships is another big thing um and creating those relationships you don't want it to be just um i'm interested in you you're interested in me let's talk this out i think trying to get to know them a little bit more them getting to know you a little bit more is just so crucial in that process. And even at camps, like before September 1st, I think that's where it starts. And going to camps is also really huge. So Wait, you're, relationships. yeah, you're a big advocate as far as going to camps, are you not? Yes, sir. I'm a huge advocate of that. And, and what would the reason be? I think the, the reason for me is, honestly to create those relationships because the way how small the softball world is, you never know where a coach is going to go. And so it's building those relationships with not only high level D one, but it's also building good relationships with those D twos, D threes, JUCOs, all of those schools. Um, and so going to camps is just another way you can build that relationship in case something like that happens. Or if you do have a really big interest in that school, getting to know those coaches and those coaches getting to know you helps you kind of take that extra step in the recruiting process. Right. Fair. I, I love it. I love it. What, so what led to you choosing Florida state? Yeah. So I've every time, so I've been actually been going to uh, camps there for about four years now. And so what truly led to me choosing that is every time I stepped on campus, it just felt like home. Mm-hmm. It felt like a place where I'd be able to grow, where I'd be able to thrive, um, not even as a player, but as a person as well. And as a student, um, that's a big part of it. And what really like sealed the deal for me was on my visit, um, I got the opportunity to put on the uniforms for like the photo shoot and the pictures. And when I put on that uniform, I, I really felt in my heart I could see myself wearing this and representing the Seminoles every day. And I feel like given that honor was just an absolute blessing. So was that your first visit or like, I mean, yes, sir. So that was, that was the first visit you made to 
any of the schools you were going to visit? Yes, sir. So I actually had. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, so okay. My, yes, sir. So I had, that was my first visit. And I had six other visits uh, lined up. But when I got on that visit, I had that, like, when you know, you know. Oh, feeling. yeah. I mean, I've had plenty. So, of, I've had so many girls on here say, when you know, you know. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what, what was it for you? Like, what was it that you were like, this is it? So I feel like it was the uniform the uniform thing. So when I put on that uniform, I was like, I see myself representing the Seminoles. Okay. Like yeah. that is the cult the culture there is kind of what really like sealed the deal. Like on my visit, we actually what this is absolutely insane. We actually got to talk to Coach Mike Norvell, who's the head football coach. He actually talked to us and let us watch a little bit of his football practice and the fact that a huge sport like football and maybe not a not so big sport like softball had that relationship is absolutely insane. Hmm. And so the, the relational aspect, the family aspect of the entire university as a whole, even if you're not an athlete, like just the student to student relationship is um, unmatched. That's awesome. Now, did I read that after you made your decision, you personally went and contacted all the other schools that you planned on going to? and tell them what your plans were? Yes, sir. So that was another big thing that I really cared about and that I really felt like I needed to do. So after I committed, uh, before I announced, um, before I announced and before my team announced, um, I called or texted every school that had contacted me and told them that I was thankful for them thankful that they took an interest in me and that I got to know them just a little bit more. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just made it that a priority because they had, they took time to invest, to try and invest in me. And so I want to be able to try and repay that by just letting them know. So that way they're not just finding out on social media. Good for you. Good for you. That, I mean, that's, a, that's another thing that shows your, you know, maturity and leadership abilities right there. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Um, so what were the responses like from the other, from the other schools? Yeah. So most of them were very understanding. Most of them, um, most of them consisted of that's huge. Congratulations. Um, we'll definitely be rooting for you. And responses like that mm. is just. That's good to makes, hear. For sure. And it's what makes the game so strong. Yeah. Like you have, these people that are just rooting for you, even though you might not have picked them. Like it's, it's amazing. And again, it's that relationship thing. So yep, for sure, creating that relationship with the coaches to so that way they can say that it's, it's, it's really incredible. For sure. How cool was it hanging out with Kaylee Mudge? Oh my gosh. It was, <laughs> it, it was amazing. I, um, we've actually had a little bit of a relationship for, since about the 2021 world series is when we kind of started um like interacting so she played okay in that world series by the way yeah just all right right. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it, it it was really awesome she had amazing insight into the program and the coaches the um her teammates it it was an experience of a lifetime for sure. So did, was Kaylee in charge of, you know, showing you around and, and, you know, getting, you know, accustomed to how things would be? Yes, sir. So, um, she was like what we call my host. So she basically took me around campus, took me from event to event where we needed to go. Um, I stayed with her in her apartment with her sweet dog, Nala. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, she was pretty much just there to like guide me through Florida State, tell me some interesting stuff about the university, about the team, um, what it's like every day practicing with their teammates, um, what the interactions like with the coaches on a day to day basis. So, yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Now, sure. I mentioned about you being a student of the game. Now, yes, I'd be remiss in saying that if there isn't another student of the game that we've had on the podcast. It's Kaylee Rafter. How awesome is it going to be play under the tutelage of someone like Kaylee? It's truly a blessing that I even get the opportunity to like 
even talk to her at camps. Like, was she? She's just so kind, so willing to help and like help me master um, a certain thing, even just like at a camp. Mm. Um, but getting to work with her every day is going to be a true opportunity, like something I will never take for granted. She is such an amazing human being, um, and I'm extraordinarily excited to be able to work with her. Now, going going in, are you focused on being an infielder or a catcher? So I, th- I think um, I'm going to be focusing more on catching, but um, I really just want to be able to play anywhere they need me right, to. Right, for sure. So I think, yeah, I think that's a part of just being able to stay versatile and practice both in mm-hmm. case, let's say they need me in right field. All right. I'll be ready. Like, put me there. I yep. got you. 100. Um, so I think more of just staying versatile, but maybe having just like a little focus here or a little focus there. Well, I mean, that's what I was wondering as far as going in there. Like if you're like, if you're going to be in a catching role, I mean, having Kaylee Rafter there <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, is yeah. just going to be huge for you. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Like I, I'm so envious of you and I'm a pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> I love my catchers. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and not only that, I mean, of course, one of the best coaches of all time, you have Lonnie Almada, Almada there and Travis Wilson, who's huge oh, in our men's game. I mean, have you have you got to have conversations with Travis? Yes, sir. We actually text here and there. So and then we talked a good bit on my visit, but nice. he is inc- also an incredible human. He is um, so so fantastic, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So what's the, what's the biggest thing you're looking forward to that freshman year? Ooh, I'm going to have to say building that relationship with the coaches and my teammates. Right. Um, I'm actually, I don't know if you could tell, but I'm like a really big relational person. <laughs> um, I love just getting to know people who they are, what their interests are. Like, I'm really big on that. So I think being able to um, grow in those relationships with my coaches and then my teammates, because I'm going to be playing with the, most of them for four years, three years. Right. So I think that get, get gaining that relationship with them is going to be so crucial from the start. And I'm I cannot wait. I'm looking forward to it more than anything. Now, are you in constant contact with the coaching staff now that you're committed? Yes, sir. So I try and like send them texts of like updates after tournament weekends of like my stats or just take a little note. Hey. Thank you. Um, and we actually have a group chat with all of the coaches, the support staff. So our the strength coach, equipment manager, um, director of ops. We have a group chat with all of them, the 2025 commits and the 2024 commits. So um, we have a group chat with all of them. And it's kind of we it's usually about daily contact through there. We get some messages from coach. Uh, um, some from players with like selfies of seeing each other. So it's just really cool. Nice. Now, is there, is there things that they are looking for you to work on? For sure. Um, definitely growing in the catching aspect is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to, um, gain that like extra quickness at third base is another big thing. Um, and with hitting it's, figuring out more of a timing thing and adjusting to um rise ball drop ball because in college your rise balls drop balls your movement pit the movement pitches are like completely unmatched to what we're going to see in travel ball right so we're trying to hit off of live pitching some more to get more of that timing with fastball change up um hitting off the machine putting it on a rise ball machine drop ball machine um just doing things like that to try and best prepare me as best i can Nice. Nice. And I just skipped over something that I totally wanted to mention the PGF futures game. How fun was that? That it was incredibly fun, like almost indescribable how amazing it was just getting to gain relationships with other 2025s that I'm going to be playing against in college and, and travel. Um, and then also the 2024s, it was also great to get to know them some too. We got to spend a little time together. So oh, nice. I think that was also a great time getting to know them, but playing in that game is definitely a moment that I will never forget. Just getting to represent 
um, the sophomores at because there's just in in a numerous amount of great 2025 players oh, and big time getting for sure and just getting the opportunity um to represent the class was was really amazing and i mean you got nothing like in the first inning you get the first two outs of the game like how <laughs> nothing like working your way into it what <laughs> For sure, that was, I'm not gonna lie, my stomach dropped a little bit. That but that, that was that was really awesome. Yeah. But that that hey, that puts you that that, that would put you at ease though. After you know what I mean, like. For sure. Yes, yeah. sir. That's oh, that that's awesome. And I actually I, I went back and watched that game last night because that's what I do on my research. Um, <laughs> I noticed your first at bat was against. Jaden Hevner, who was a guest yes, of the sir. podcast. How uh, what was it like? You know, getting in there against Jaden. Oh, it was great. I love a good, healthy competition. Yes, and for sure. Getting being able to face one of the best pitchers in the twenty four class was was a, was awesome. I love um, her movement is absolutely insane. Um, it, it, it's crazy. The ball jumps like nobody's business. Yeah. So that was just a great challenge. I I, I really did love um, that at bat. Now, who did you you was Aubrey one of your coaches? Aubrey Monroe. Yes, sir. How Aubrey was that? Monroe. It was. It was awesome because um, Lauren Hager is actually my travel, one of my travel ball coaches as well. Right. So it was just kind of ironic. Like um, Aubrey was Lauren's catcher, so that was that was really cool to kind of get to talk to her a little bit about that. Um, and just did you pick her brain? Oh yes, sir. Of course. <laughs> of course. Fool not to. Um, she. Oh yeah, she's so knowledgeable, so willing to share anything. Like. Um, I got the opportunity to talk to her a little bit like about uh, catching and her relationship with Lauren and they're like, they, they're still friends to this day. Like they still are in contact. And I feel like that's a big thing with pitchers, catchers, just building yeah. that strong relationship. And even after college, they're still talking. So hopefully um, that can happen with my pitchers in college and stuff like that. Absolutely. There's nothing better than the bond between a, a pitcher and a catcher. I mean, there's a okay. lot of trust there. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, what would you say, what would you say is your biggest strength in the game? Ooh, I, I think my biggest strength is probably, uh, my softball IQ. Um, I, I like, I like to yep. say, um, I'm smart when I play, I like to try and figure out the little details, like the what ifs in certain situations, if this happens, I'm going to go here. Um, if uh, if that happens, I'm gonna go there. Just little stuff like that is something that I really take pride in trying to figure out. Again, going back to like that puzzle thing, I try and figure things out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like trying to figure out these little things that could possibly happen and just running through all those uh, possibilities in my head is something that um, I like to do, and I would pride myself on. So, are you a communicator out there on the field? Or are you talking a lot? Yes, sir. I, I really love communicating yeah. with my teammates, whether it's, all right, we're cut four down the line. Um, you're hitting me three if it comes in the gap, like just little stuff like that. Nice. Nice. That's, hey, that goes a long way. It definitely does. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk goals, Anna. What uh, What are some of the short-term ones you have over the next year? Short-term what goals? Yep. Sorry. Um. Yeah, so short-term over the next year, I'd say, the biggest one is uh, get stronger. Yeah. Um, I think that's a big one. Always room for improvement there. Um, definitely get stronger. I love weightlifting, so that's definitely going to be really great to um, really great to see my if I grow at all in the next year. But um, I think another thing is just graduate 4.0 um, GPA. That's uh, another huge goal of mine. I'd, I I. I love academics. I love um, getting to learn more about like different interest areas. So I think school with that uh, graduating 4.0 national honor society would be great. um, Stuff like that. And then I say another big goal of mine is um, get through Colorado and PGF Um, try and get as far as we can in the tournament further than we have the past few years. Um, Getting to the finals would obviously be a, a true experience 
that would definitely be a huge goal of mine. And I think with the team we have now, I think that is definitely a possibility. So Awesome. Awesome. Actually, you just made me think of a question that you said about, you know, <laughs> the schooling aspect. How tough is it, you know, doing your schoolwork with the schedule you have? Because, I mean, I'm sure there – do you miss – quite a bit of days like you'd have to with the travel yes yeah yes sir so i've actually missed um this year i haven't missed as quite quite as many days but last year um i actually checked a few days ago because i was talking to my friends about it but i had 48 absences whoa last year (laughs) so yes holy cow So, so um, I think that's per class. So it was probably, that was probably about like 20 days. So it wasn't like right. 48 whole days. Right. Right. But, um, so yeah, so just trying to balance that has been kind of difficult, but I think it's definitely helped me grow. Learn time management is a huge, huge, huge thing that I'm working on right now, even. Um, so I think doing a lot of homework in the car yeah. is a big thing. Um, Studying for tests ahead of time is something that I'm trying to work on now and what I've been trying to do in the past. Um, But so, yeah, I think just and another thing is creating a relationship with your teachers early. So that way they know when you're going to miss. Oh, that's huge. For sure. And just get ahead on that work um, that you're going to miss. Take quizzes, tests early, all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to definitely benefit in college, I think, for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because, I mean, you're going to be used to doing your work on the road. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Right? <laughs> um, so how about long-term goals? What's, uh, you know, moving, you get to FSU, what's the uh, what's the long-term goals? Yes, sir. So for softball, I'd say definitely get to the College World Series is a huge goal. Um, I feel like that's almost like every little girl's dream mm-hmm. is um, that watches on TV is just to get to that World Series. And I feel like getting the opportunity to play at Florida State um, gives a great chance at that. And so, yeah. And then for school wise, I think um, graduating college and then going to grad school is a huge goal of mine because obviously one day softball is going to end. Sadly, I hate to admit it, but um, softball will eventually end. So I think after I'm done with my undergraduate, going to grad school would just be um, ideal in prime time to get that extra degree. So that way, yeah. after softball, I have the opportunity to go out and say, I like to say, real world job. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then hopefully, if I do get the opportunity playing professionally for whether it's um, in the WPF or Athletes Unlimited, I feel like that would just be a great opportunity as well. How great is it to have those outlets now? You know what I mean? Oh, like Athletes Unlimited yeah. and the WPF. It is amazing. Just And it's also great because I get to watch it on TV, get to yes. maybe see what's going through the players' brains a little bit. Um, and it's just – and it's great because Athletes Unlimited isn't like a formal thing. It's more you're moving around every week, getting to know different people, right. um, but still playing the game you love. And that's what you get to bond over. Exactly. So I think that's also really awesome. I think Athletes Unlimited does a great job at showcasing – people's individuality you know what i mean like showing oh, sure. you know sure. what their personality is like and everything and that's phenomenal yeah. for the game because i 100%. mean it, that stuff like that grows the game most definitely for sure yeah um i got another question before we get on to the final part of this yeah for sure i've never i okay i started this last podcast with the guests we had uh and i don't know why i've never asked this question before but I need to know who's on your Mount Rushmore of softball. Softball. Ooh, that's a great question. I'm gonna. Ooh, I'm definitely gonna have to go with Kat Osterman. <laughs> She's definitely, definitely up there. Friend of the show. Oh yes. Um, I'll definitely go with Kat Osterman. It might be a little biased here, but Jesse Warren, I has to go up there. Yep. Just amazing. Um, I'm gonna go Lauren Hager probably one of the best two way players of this generation, mm-hmm. uh, pitching and hitting. Um, let's see who else. And then I'm probably going to go Jocelyn Allo. She just amazing athlete. She's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She might've set a record or two. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. No big, deal. no big deal. Not at all. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, that's a, that's a great Mount Rushmore right there. Um, 
Last thing before we get going. Yeah, here. sure. Player association thing we'd like to end the podcast with. I'm going to throw some names to you. Yeah, sure. If you have a story on them or anything, just insight on them, let it All fly. Right. Let it fly. Yes, All sir. right. First one. Yes, sir. Riley Shaw. Right. Oh, Riley Shaw. She's actually uh, my best friend. So we stay in contact a lot. She, um, we're kind of, we're two of the three, we like to say OGs left on the team. So she came here when she was 13 and I was 12. So we've kind of been going through this journey together and just watching her, um, watching her get to live out her dream and, um, commit to Louisiana tech was just, it it just really made me happy. I, it's, it's just awesome to see one of your best friends grow up, um, and be able to live out her dream. So that that's probably the big thing for her. And just, yeah. That's awesome. I love the fact that you called yourself OG. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you guys are not OGs yet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. That's great. Uh, next Brittany Pickett. Oh my gosh. Just the, the, I think the first word, first words or phrase that comes to mind is just a helping heart. She grew amazing human being who just always puts others first um is always there to help when you need it um she she's someone that i really look up to as well she um just relationally is so kind to everyone she comes in contact with it doesn't matter if she's met them two minutes ago she'll she'll strike up a conversation be talking for 15 minutes but um she's just a great human to talk to and if you want to get like down into the um like real life stuff she'll try and help you with some advice talk things out with you and then from the softball aspect she'll try and pick your brain and figure out what's going on so that way she can try and best help you and try and give you some adjustments or some things in your mental game that might need to shift so i think she's just a big helper in the game awesome uh next i mean you mentioned her earlier lauren hager Oh yes, Lauren. Oh, she's definitely um a really really close family friend. Um she had just joined the coaching staff right before COVID hit. And so she we've actually spent a lot of time together during COVID. She used to come over and we'd have movie marathons. We'd um have like sleepovers. She'd stay over at our house sometimes. Um and so we really during COVID kind of built just like this really good relationship to the point where she's pretty much almost my sister. It feels like that's awesome. So yeah, we, we watched even some of her college games. Um, we got to record some of those when they re-aired. So we would pause it and she'd like narrate what's happening for us. And we got to watch those together, um, during COVID some. So that's sick. Like that's, Oh yeah. That's huge. I mean, you know, as far as, you know, developmental for you getting the, get those aspects from the game from her is amazing. Oh, for sure. It, it was, it, I don't think I'll ever forget that. She was so into it. She was like, she was so honest about it too. She was just like, this is what's happening. This is what's going through my mind. This is what I was scared of. Like this is when I was confident and it was all, it was all really, really, really good stuff. That is awesome. That's, that's great. I love hearing that stuff. Uh, Two more here. Uh, Lonnie Almeida. Oh my God. She, she's so sweet. Um, definitely leader is a huge, huge, huge word I would describe to her. Um, and the culture she creates with her team is unlike any other I've, I've ever seen. She keeps the culture within. She keeps the bad stuff out. She handles it. She, because obviously on a softball team, it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows, mm-hmm. but there's obviously going to be some bad stuff. And I feel like in that aspect, she's almost like a mom and the way she takes care of it is there for her, um, is there for basically her children, but her players. Um, and I think what stood out to most to me is on my visit, I actually got to talk to one of the players and she was talking about how in her very first practice as a freshman, she tore her ACL. And she's from, um, oh gosh, we're Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So she obviously just couldn't go home because it was kind of far away. So Coach uh, allowed the player to stay over at her house. Coach took her to all of her appointments. Wow. It was just, it's just that 
motherly feeling when you're around Coach uh, and what she does with the team. That is awesome. And that's going to be reassuring for you going into that environment. Oh, most definitely. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Okay. Can't end it without this last guy, Kevin Hind. Oh, father. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely. He's definitely my mentor. Um, he's probably the person I look up to the most. He has just inspired me in ways that most people can't. Um, whether it's in his way of being a father or his way of being a coach, he inspires me to be or pushes me to be my best um, every day. Whether we're hitting, throwing, fielding, he pushes me to be the best person I can be. And that he's really helped me grow over the years and pretty much been that spark for me to keep going. Um, and the real world, he inspires me. He has such a kind heart for others. He's always focused on other people, how they feel, what he can do to make their lives better. Um, and he's such a family man. He loves his family, um, loves me, loves my mom, loves my brother. Um unconditionally um so yeah that's awesome that's fantastic what a fantastic way to end end the podcast listen anna this has been awesome i have to thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to come on the podcast i really appreciate it thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure talking to you yeah wish listen wish you nothing but the best going forward and i can't wait to watch you at fsu and and hey you're gonna have to promise to come back on after you win that women's college world series yes sir yes sir you got it all right take care anna awesome thank you so much i read the rules before i broke them i broke the chains before they choked me never heard this before but i'd rather lose a fight than miss the war and i ain't wishing competition or fishing for it i'm just living in a system conditions are poor i've been lost in the rhythm and misinformed too many late nights hitting the liquor store too many bad decisions half-ass attempts no sweat no fear no blood no tears i go hard and i ain't making up no excuse i'm overdue i don't do what i'm supposed to do because if you think about it man we're supposed to lose it ain't all picture perfect ocean views no i was a first class rookie taking out bullies in my all black hoodie man and mystery you know the history get it or forget it cause poof i'm out of here i read the rules before i broke